style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat your children. Hi and welcome to Be On The Road, this is me Michael, I'm joined today by Dwight and Sean and we've got a special guest in the studio, Mr Dean Richardson. Alright lads. How are you? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Fresh from your victory at the weekend. Um, thank you for joining us, we, like, we love to get new people in the studio all the time so uh, thanks for taking the time to come and sit with us today. Pleasure mate. Right so first of all let's, um, for anyone that may not have uh, heard of you or seen you before, Let's uh, let's get a bit of information about you. So you are seven and I just confirmed it as well. Um, and that was your first eight rounder. Yeah. First time stepping up now, so how did you find it? Yeah, it was good. Um, I'd only been four before. I'd scheduled uh, one for six, but I stopped him in the fourth round, so um, this was potentially double. What I'd never done before, and with William Warburton, it was pretty much certain, and it was. So, uh, yeah, obviously went into the fight with a few um, few question marks, kind of do the eight rounds, um, yeah, <laughs> all, all those sort of things, like how much energy will I have towards the end, and sort of yeah. like when you start stepping up to eight rounds, is sort of like what I call sort of proper professional boxing. Because you've got rounds to sort of play, play around with. Like, say you do get tired, you can take a round off. It's about pacing yourself, mm-hmm. not fighting every single second of the, of each round. Uh, like thirty second blast to win a round. So, yeah, I I've really enjoyed the experience, and uh, obviously Warburton's very, very tricky, very durable. So, yeah, even though I didn't knock him out, I got the win. I thought that was the perfect. Perfect outcome. Rounds under the belt sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. So is it a real, kind of just maybe recapping what you just said, is it a real big kind of psychological hurdle going from like four rounders into sixes and then into eights? And Yeah, I think, yeah, from four to six is pretty easy, but where well, I haven't done the six, I was stepping up to eight. I remember during each round, so I come back at the end of the first round thinking like, one down, I feel like I'm warming into it now. Uh, second, third, I thought, right, yeah, I'm into it now. And I sort of felt myself thinking, right, step up, go again. But in the back of my mind, thinking, hey, you've got another five rounds to go now. You ain't just got one more or two more left. Um, so I was sort of wanting to keep a bit in the tank as well, especially because he's, he's an experienced journeyman. I mean, he just knocked out Alan Morgan as well. So yeah. I didn't know if he... That was in the sixth round as well. So I didn't know if he was going to come out with a bit of a flurry, really try and put it on me towards uh, the back end of the fight. So I wanted to make sure I had enough in the tank to cope with it and give it back. So, yeah, always, always thinking in eight rounds where four rounds you can, just let your hands go and do what you want. It's, it's a lot more a lot more tactical now. So, <clears throat> sorry, if, if you guys have got any questions, just jump in. But so, obviously moving up to eight rounds, obviously you, you're worried about kind of fitness and stuff like that, or, or not so much worry, but you're obviously thinking about those sort of things. I mean, um, you you work full time as well, don't you? Yeah, well, I'm a cab driver, so I can work when I want. I won't call it full time because <laughs> <laughs> of the boxing. Okay, so 
is, is it something you can kind of you try and put extra time in for it if you know you're going to have eight rounds do you train differently yeah. do you train extra do your camps become longer I'm interested in um, kind of the preparation yeah I'd say we probably add uh, yeah probably add like a week or two because obviously you need to you need to build up the um, the stamina and everything to do the rounds I'd say the main difference is it's probably just sort of um, sparring and pads um, how many rounds you're doing training like we were sparring 12 rounds for this to make sure that I did have plenty in the tank mm-hmm. um, yeah. during the fight. Um, so yeah, I'd say that's the main difference. Uh, probably miles running as well. Um, if I was doing a four rounder, probably go up to like six. But for this one, I uh, tried to take it up to eight. I actually, this was the thing what I was worried about in the fight as well. I actually picked up a, an Achilles injury early on in training. I was unable to, to run for the fight. So I was doing a lot of rowing. Um, so my sparring for me was the main um, source of fitness as well. Uh, so that was in the back of my mind during the fight as well. But to be honest, at the end of the fight, it was probably the freshest I felt. Um, mm. I think because I, was, I felt very relaxed, relaxed in there, because I knew he was a dangerous opponent, so I just had to stay relaxed, stay composed, stick to my boxing. Because in my last fight, it was a four-rounder against Ballon, a short geezer. I could have easily won it, jab, backhand. But where he's not as, I don't mean to disrespect him, but probably as good as Warburton, but then I, to, I could sort of try a few things out, like yeah. try to have a bit of fun where with Warburton I had to be really switched on, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, yeah, that's about it really. <laughs> so, I mean, this year it's been quite busy for stuff. We've seen you on a few of the Haymaker bits and, yeah. and whatnot. How has this year kind of uh, changed you? Because of the, the bigger shows, bigger productions, yeah. have you kind of transitioned into that? Easily, or do you, do you, is it more pressure or, or anything along those lines? No, I mean, I've, now I've actually boxed on two shows at Wembley now, two George Groves and the cards. Um, last time being in November, and then I didn't think I'd be out till March, but then the Haymaker opportunity come up in February. And I had a bit of a slow start last year through illness, so I thought, right, take this fight in February, get a nice early date, and I can, I can fit more fights in. In a year, because I, mm-hmm. I just want to stay active now. I want to have yeah. fights, uh, fights often. But, yeah, got a fight in February. Obviously, fought on Saturday. Won't do much over summer now. Probably back in September, October, and try and squeeze one in in December. So we'll have four fights in the calendar year, which you know, we're moving about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. So it sounds like you're going to enjoy the World Cup this year, then. Yeah. <laughs> well, England fans never enjoy it. Yeah. No, no. Well, we, we enjoy that group stage. <laughs> Sometimes, bit, yeah. sometimes. For a little bit. And then that reality just crushes us all back. <laughs> yeah. Then it's straight back to work for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And World Cup's almost like a, it's like a holiday. You have that one week, it's great. And then just, yeah. just back to the same old shit, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not to put you on the spot here. So you said you're a cab driver. And mm-hmm. you must have an excellent cab driver story. Please, please tell me you've got, you've got one. Oh, I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh... I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Uh, you know what, you don't know, you sort of, because you see so many different people all the time, you, get, <laughs> you, you just realise that everyone's weird. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in their own little way are strange. Like, you, you, yeah, I don't know about one of stories, but uh, I can't think of one, but yeah, you just, <laughs> just realise that everyone is weird in their own little way and... Some people just don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
we were, we were strange people. Um, if I think of one, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah please do, please <laughs> I'm do. I'm sure something will jump over me. Um, we've got a couple of questions for you as well. Um, yeah. These ones came in from North Bank Bren. Um, would you like to be the first ever boxer to headline a show at the Ricelip GAA ground? Is he a local boy? Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. Uh, They've got a nice little stadium just built yeah. now. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't realise this, but apparently that stadium's very famous within within the game. My best mate is Dad's Irish, and he was mm. saying, ask anyone, they'll, yeah. they'll know about that ground. So, mm. yeah, maybe if we get a bit of good weather, I can have an, out, an outside, uh, outside show. That would be great. We wouldn't have to travel very far for that one. We could walk to that one. We could all walk over. Um... Is Billy Bird on your radar yet? Oh, he's got a massive target on his head. As long as he's got that belt, he's... Yeah. I'm, yeah, he's the one I'm going for. Whoever's got it, at the minute, it's Billy Bird. So, yeah, he's a target in the minute. Straight away, then. And I, I think this is a bit of a cheeky one from, from Brendan here. We had Brendan on the show a few weeks. He's a good guy. He's just come back from uh, from New York to, to watch the Lomachenko fight. Yeah. Mm. But this is a cheeky one. It's, Are black taxis good value compared to Uber? You don't have to answer that. You don't. We can just edit him out of that completely. It's like saying McDonald's or going to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. You pay for what you get. I like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like that. a little story. Yeah. I went out for my 21st birthday. About 10 of us went to Covent Garden. Decided to come on at about 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I said, oh, I'm going to jump in a black cab. Uh, so there's five of us in one. The other said, man, I'm going to get an Uber. Jumped on, down to the rank on the strands by Charing Cross Station, took us back to Vicep, so very central London, can't get much more central than yeah, yeah. Charing Cross. Uh, coming back, I think it was 56 quid between five of us, like, yeah. whatever it was, 10, 11 pounds. The others got back 45 minutes later and it cost them like 90 pounds. Mm, so. yeah. <coughs> doesn't always work out cheaper. I've no, seen it, it for ages though. It yeah. doesn't always work out cheaper. So Of course, like, yeah. they're going to be. Cheaper in some circumstances, but yeah. the I think there was a bit of a not not um, what's the word a bit of a a false oh like a misconception a misconception yeah, 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 that's yeah, the word so thank you around sort of being like double prices yeah. Like, I think Ubers when you need them that's when they're most expensive isn't it yeah they're cheap yeah. during the middle of the day and people say they're convenient like it is but you've also got black cab apps as well yeah yeah. Um, so you get people that use Uber you get people that use black cabs and it's really as simple as that really yeah just fair play just mm. a fair point yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so then, I mean there was loads of action over the weekend you see had Dino at the uh your call, and we had uh, the huge, huge show. And I, and I, I don't even use that term loosely. It was a massive show in mm. Leeds. Yeah. So I mean, first of all, like Warren gets a lot of stick for some of his shows, some of the smaller shows, some of the ones that get put off and they get pushed back. And but I think he needs he needs a, a pat on the back for that show at the weekend. He, he did a great job. Yeah. Was, what was it like? Two thirds full, three quarters full. So we're talking what thirty thousand. On telly, they were saying over twenty thousand, like yeah. twenty two, twenty three thousand. That's that's didn't look like that much though, to be fair. But that's a hell of a lot of tickets sold <clears> for uh, either way for that fight. Twenty thousand, yeah, even, even twenty thousand, even if it's fifteen thousand. That's, that's bigger than like the O two. Yeah, yeah. And, that's right. Like, the MEN, yeah, the MEN sort of full yeah. capacity. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. So. that's 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 done well to pull it off. Mm. Yeah, and it, so can we all just take like a minute of silence for our pride now because we all 
Massively backed Selby for the win. And we were all very, very wrong. Mm. I wasn't here last week to back Selby, but... but you would, you would, <laughs> I would have said Selby, Selby, yeah. But on the day, I did feel like I was going to message you guys and say, oh, yeah, I think Warrington's going to yeah, win. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't believe that. But then but I didn't. I did think it was going to happen, and yeah. I was going to message you, but I didn't do no, either no, of these things. Like, the fact I didn't, I can't really say that really. You shouldn't have even brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you mention? But I think he, yeah, I think he deserved it. Massively deserved it. Um, did like I said to you, I think a bit disappointed that Selby's blaming the weight because if he'd have won, he'd definitely stay at that weight. Yeah. To, to get the money fight with Frampton. So um, we've got a few questions in for that, so we'll move on to them in a minute. Um, so we're not going to cover the fight massively because like, yeah. everyone else has already covered it. But I was thinking about this today, right? And it was such a massive coup for. Uh, Warren to have signed DeGale and Selby. Yeah. And I'm looking at it now and I'm thinking, did Eddie Hearn have it right? You know, he's like, he's got an idea of what kind of value these people are worth at the minute. Yeah. Has he maybe, I'm not saying, that maybe I'm looking at this in a pro matching way, has he maybe cut these guys loose at the right time? Hindsight's a fantastic thing, but we're looking at DeGale and Selby now. I don't know, so did he actually sign him? It's very strange. Even if they're not signed to Warren and has, have matchroom kind of released these guys and then on the and other hand, he's just let go of, of Warrington. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. really strange one. Yeah. I couldn't, because I went to, I mentioned earlier, I went to Warrington versus Highland, and you could just tell when you're up there that Warrington is loved in Leeds. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a big event when he fights. So when I heard that he'd left Hearn, I was thinking... I think with I think with Hearn it was, it's more of a frustration because like he wanted that he, he was trying to make that leave Selby fight a long time ago, weren't he? Yeah. And then like Warrington was coming out of like, oh, I need to get married and all yeah. and, I mean there's a there's a lot of excuses why it wasn't happening. I think I personally think that like, just Han just thought, you know what, fuck this. I just wanna like and we're gonna move on from that. Um even yeah, but like you said though, it's 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 true, like, he has he's lost he's cut these people loose, but I don't know. Is he is he done, is he done that because he's got like these next gen boys coming through, mm. and he wants to concentrate on them, trying to build them up. That's that's a possibility. Mm. I don't, I don't yeah. think any of the next gen guys have got a following like a Warrington. I don't think they ever will. They haven't. They haven't now. But you know, you know, you know what matchrooms like. like you you become part of that matchroom sort of thing, and then that, that's it. Like you know, you you sort of grow, and that's it. everyone just goes to a matchroom card, don't they? Like you got you got those people just go to a matchroom card. Oh, it's a matchroom card. Let's the go. Matchroom card. Know. It's more like you know, like kind of a football fan sort of thing not like the Warrington style but you kind of support Matchroom as a team yeah yeah it's yeah. not like a fighter is like it you're going to yeah. go and you're going to watch a card because you like quite a few of the fighters mm. whereas obviously the Warrington boys they'll they'll go and just stand in the bar all night and yeah. wait till his fight comes on and then it'll come out in force and whatnot. Mm. but I think we've probably said that before like Matchroom when you take away the, the, the cream at the top it's I think it's more like a team now. Like they just throw out lots of different people on the cards, yeah. and you just kind of see what sticks and what kind of a night yeah. you're gonna get. We can see like when they put on some main events. Obviously, pay per view. The pay uh, the main event justifies the pay per view, but the undercard is just terrible. Yeah, I mean, that that can be really disappointing, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I like these next gen shows. I think they've been brilliant so far. I mean, mm. <laughs> that video I've been the other week. Um, when he was t- talking about the um, two's on down after the world. Oh, no, no, I think mm. I think they're brilliant. Um, I'm going to go along to it to support uh, Paul Upton. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they're brilliant little ideas. 
Next Gen I think the Next Gen's brilliant in that venue. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you, what is it? Cause it's, it's less than 2,000, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's, it's about, about that. 1,500. Sorry. So, if, like, if you get a good event in there, them tickets are like gold dust. Yeah, yeah, of course. Whereas if you put it in somewhere bigger, like the O2, or obviously even just the bottom tier, yeah. it just becomes a bit of a barn. It's like a really difficult. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I think so, if you look at the main event, like Watkins versus Akoli, like, you're not going to buy pay per view that event, but. Yeah. To main event that at your call. It's amazing, isn't it? And then you've yeah. got Cheeseman versus Upton, and then, um, um, oh, what's the Kazakh Geezer, the welterweight, uh, yeah. the gold medalist. Um, you like, I can't remember his name before. And you've got, you've got um, top quality fighters as well, like yeah. Felix Cash on it as well, um, Bellotti. I mean, yeah. the, the card is, is brilliant. It's a good card, card. Yeah. For a mid- midweek, was it, it's like a Wednesday night? Wednesday that, night, yeah, yeah June 6th. Right. That'll be cracking. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that now. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be We'll all be coming to find you and you can drive us home after this. Because <laughs> there won't be any, uh, what they call like the buzz fares or whatever in the Ubers. <laughs> yeah. They double the price quickly. That's right. Uh, so where are we at? So I mean, what's what's next for for Selby? I said he's going to move up now, but... He's kind of got it now, he said it in... Yeah. The problem is with him moving up. I just, I just think like his lack of punch, punch power. I think mm. he's gonna come, he's gonna come up short. Unfortunately, he might even yeah. gain a bit. Maybe, yeah. like, if he was struggling that bad, yeah, the way, but you know, he's he's never gonna be a puncher. Whatever he does, um, he's yeah. still tall. He's what, he's like five foot eight, mm. yeah. five foot eight, super featherweight. He's still tall. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I was I was gutted after that. Well, obviously, I, I was gutted before that anyway. Like yeah. United lost the cup final, so I was mm. gutted. I was hammered as well at the time. So I was, I was trying to watch this. Trying to watch the the fight. They played just, really well though. Who United? Shocking. As long as that matters. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course that that helped yeah. me. That helped me after, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then Selby went and lost. It was just like fucking hell, man. You had a good uh, Saturday in the football though, didn't you, Dean? I did, yeah. I, I found out afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was doing an interview and found out the score. I, I was going to try and watch it before, but uh, I couldn't because I was obviously having to warm up and everything. Mm. And come out and I was I was certain Chelsea was going to lose. Mm. And then when I found out, obviously I won my fight, I was over the moon. And then when Chelsea won, it just, yeah, it just topped it off. <laughs> so, Good weekend for me. Yeah. <laughs> At least one of us had a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm like my, like I said, we, we did a show a couple of weeks ago and I said, I need to find someone that I can get on board with and I really support and who's going to win. And I, I don't mean just like glory hunting, yeah. Yeah. but I'm just taking L after L. Yeah. All my boys are just getting like, one by one just chipped off. It's been a that's shit a, year. That's what I'm feeling, man. That's what I'm feeling. It's been a shit. Like I said, all I need now is to go to Kiev at the weekend, Liverpool get absolutely washed <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, I'm giving up with sport. Yeah. I'm going to be like one of them completely down the middle guys that have no affiliation with anybody. I don't like anybody. I'm just going to be those guys you see that are sitting there just writing the results down and then just giving that shit to the local paper. That's all I want to do after this. Yeah. Year. So I've had, enough of yeah. <laughs> I've had enough of this now. I can't take this heartache. So who is your, have you not got a guy yet? No. It was really funny though because we said that last, was it like a couple of weeks ago and yeah. then loads of people started tweeting and saying, you should like this guy. And I was like, all right, let's have a little quick look. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's all right. Yeah. But again, it was all the same names. People yeah. are like, you should yeah. like Anthony Yard or Dubois. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I do like these guys, yeah. but you don't, yeah. I don't really you, you still warm you, to them. Yeah, you still haven't found that, that guy, and have you? It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Well. Um, so, so we had some questions about the weekend, right? I mean, 
they've been coming in a week actually. So this one came in from, let's get this right, B67 Dazza. And it's, uh, it's just referring to his matchmaking tweet at the weekend. Um, uh, Even though Warrington put in the display of his career, do you think with the hometown and he was and supposedly Selby struggling at the weight, was he pitched in at the perfect time to get Selby? Now, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think he deserved it. He just deserved, he just outworked him. Mm. He outworked. He just outworked Selby, and that was it. I just don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not buying into the the weight and perfect timing and all that because Selby's Selby's been good. He has he hasn't he hasn't underperformed in the sense where compared to his last like three or four fights. I just think Warrington was just better mm-hmm. than him on the night, and that was it. Like, I think it was quite strange because leading up to the fight, everyone you speak to was sort of backing Selby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, didn't, I, was, I didn't hear one person say yeah, Warrington. I was, yeah. say, I was saying to someone, if you look at um, sort of like the TV commercials, everything was about Warrington. Mm, yeah. In his home ground, sort of everything <clears> following <throat> him. And then even the, um, like the advert promoting the fight was like Warrington sort of saying to Selby oh you're from Barry you're not a bad man sort mm-hmm. of belittling him I was thinking <clears throat> does Warren know something that we don't and it usually, seems like they he do did, usually but, uh, get it right don't they like when they're doing a promotion like, but it's not good it seems to be really focused on Warrington yeah. so I'm gutted Dave wasn't here because I was going to start dropping in about like, oh, another guy when manages to win in his home stadium doesn't flop he's a massive <laughs> Kel Brook fan oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, unfortunately not I thought it was quite, I don't want to say interesting or, or funny, but see, both guys are in theory promoted by Warren, but it didn't, it didn't really seem like that. Yeah. It seemed well, like Warrington yeah. was his boy. And yeah. That's, yeah. But also, and that's, that's what I mean. But Warren knows that he can do another show there now. Yeah. Whereas if Selby had won, you still have Warrington, but you probably couldn't do that Ellen Road show again. Uh, if he'd have lost, I think that, that crowd would have been half straight away yeah. people ain't going to come back out again then on the other hand as well Selby is not a ticket seller That's and it, yeah. what are you going to do put, put a fight on at um, Cardiff that's not going to sell as well is no. it yeah. he's, a, he's a really stranger we said so, this when we went to the um, we went to the Copper Box show in December and they had Dubois on they had uh, Anthony Yard on and then Selby came out and before that everyone had been like gripped just watching watching mm. everything that going on Selby came out he started boxing and you looked around and just everyone was just sitting there just, just, just chatting away mm. going to get drinks going to the toilet and I was like this is this. it sounds really bad but that's kind of what I expected like you said he's not a massive ticket seller he does everything so well but he's not exciting but then you say that like, like the question was like has he got Selby at the right time and then I suppose from my point of view I can't think of many times where he's been like really really good to watch Mm. No. no even against that hunter on the AJ undercard he got dropped no. there didn't he he, yeah. was, he, was just, he just did his thing for the rest of the fight yeah. it was when he won the title he was good yeah um, he's like that Russian yeah. battle isn't he yeah I can't remember seeing him thinking bloody hell he's amazing I See, think I, I was, probably gets more attention when he fights yeah. he's supposed to be the much better boxer I mean I've only seen a few bits of him but you never mm. see him out for very long because yeah. he's obviously a lot better than the guys that he fights at this stage yeah, still I've boxed him um when I boxed on the guy who's good Nick on the cards, Andrew Selby was on that. He seems to box on a few cyclone promotions, mm. don't he? And he seems to be sort of like the buzz. Sort of yeah. when I, obviously I didn't see mm. when I was in the chamber, but when I come out, I said, "Oh, there's a small kid out there, uh, Andrew Selby. Like he, he's he's really good. He's class." I was like, "Yeah, he's on the GB squad and everything." And mm. yeah, fuck, he's gone a bit quiet lately, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, but yeah. He looks like a guy a long way. Yeah, no, I was I was gutted off fully. I was gutted fully. 
because I, I really like Lee Selby. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you said, like he, he hasn't done anything. He's not always fantastic to watch, but I don't know. I just I I, just, I appreciate what he's mm. doing, and and for me, just I was gutted. I was expecting him to jab, <coughs> jab his face off, man. Yeah. The fight, but. I'm trying to think. I think it was. Uh, I was watching an Ingle interview today, and he was saying the same thing that he couldn't quite understand why Selby got drawn into this massive scrap when he could. Like his, mm. his strength is to to box. You know, mm. back foot catch you and stay out of the way, and it, it was just almost like he just thought he could do whatever he wanted. Mm. But it felt like from the wanted. start because he was sort of like walking him down from the start. But do you think that do you think that Warrington just because out at the beginning. Uh, he Warrington was on the back foot, weren't he, mm. at the beginning? And then, then Warrington just like switched it up. Yeah. Do you think that he thought, you know what, you haven't, you, your power's not, tra- I was not traveling? I think, I think it's definitely a power yeah. thing. He thought, oh, you know, you ain't got no power. I'm just gonna walk you down, and that was it. That's As the boxer, is that something that you kind of recognize when someone hits you and you think, I know you just hit me with your best one? Yeah. Um, like I said, I touched on it earlier about when I boxed um, Balog. I knew you sort of like it is easy win the fight and not get hit and just jab him and move <laughs> around, but where he was a bit limited and I felt his power and obviously anyone could be knocked out. Yeah. But you do just get like that bit more sort of confidence to try your own things and not not worry about what's coming back, but yeah. you just sort of think there's very little mm. risk. Yeah. So yeah. you do try new things and... I suppose yeah. all, the, all these little things that fighters would just be weighing up constantly in their mm. minds as they're going through yeah. the fight. Yeah. That us as fans just sit there and just fucking hit him. Punch <laughs> <laughs> him. <laughs> Listen, that's the best one. Whenever you go to York Hall, yeah. you always yeah. get that. Punch him. Yeah. Jab. Oh, I'm Hook. trying. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so don't let him hit ya. So, all right. Yeah, cool. Cheers. Cheers. One of my favourite ones. Um, so where does this kind of leave Frampton now? Because he was... You imagine he was looking at a big Windsor Park fight. Well, he's definitely having that, isn't he? That's that's what he's been promised. So yeah, that's but it's not going to be it's not going to be Warrington at no. this stage, is it? Well, I don't think it'd be Warrington ever at Windsor Park because why would they do it there? Do you know what I mean? What's the, Warrington's going to want to do it. At least. He's the world is it, champion. Is it? Uh, I have no idea what capacity is at Windsor Park. I guess twenty something, twenty-ish, twenty. But do you, not, do, not you, as Ellen Road sort of thing. do you actually, do you actually think that Warrington's actually going to box outside of Leeds? Is he going to become like Kazagi? I don't think Frank Warren. Which it's not in Frank Warren's interest to do it now. If he's got a world champion, he could potentially sell out a stadium. But even so, like who, who's any anyone else that's got a big following? Why would they come? Why would they come to Leeds? Why would they want him? I reckon they'll do it somewhere neutral, and if it's a close fight, mm. do it either Leeds or Belfast. So you can't. You can't. What else? Can you can't. Do? You can't do it in Manchester. No. Because Leeds fans going to Manchester, that would just be. That would just be a nightmare, and the Leeds fans coming to London, that would be a nightmare as well. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, anyway, Leeds fans go. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said two cities, mate. You know? <laughs> but, but he's got the right belt for that because you can see with the IBF, you can get away with just fighting nobody's really. Yeah. Well, you can just fight mandatory, yeah. yeah. Just kind of stay yeah. champion for a while, which is sort of Frank Warren style, isn't it? He'd, he'd like to get a few shows up there, sell out the yeah. arena a couple of times, maybe do another stadium show there. Even though Warren's got the belt in a minute, I still think Frampton's the yeah. A side. He's yeah. the name, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's down to Frank, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a strange one with, with Warrington because like, I, I agree with you completely. Mm. I still feel that Frampton would be the A side just on the calibre of people yeah. he's fought already and the fights yeah. he's been involved in. But I was looking 
when you look back at uh, Warrington's kind of his career so far, and I, I was just going through his belts, and you're just like, it's one of more. It was a natural progression for him to come a world yeah. title. He's won everything from top to bottom, yeah. and I can't believe, like us included, how much he was just written off. To then look at it, and you just think, what was I thinking? Mm. It was a much more even fight than any of us, any of us thought. What did he, he won? English title, Commonwealth, British, European, and then uh, WBC Intercontinental yeah. or something, and then to a world title, and it's just... He come through small hall as well, don't yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, apart from the fact that it, it can only be that he's, n- in the build-up, he's not been the most likeable, because well, anyone else, you would, you would love to see that progression in someone's career, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. That's I, think, like, I think it's a sort of like the dream. perceived lack of power as well. It's not like he was never really exciting to watch. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I think it's hard for fans to get on board with him. Unless you're Because of the personality, yeah. apart from... Yeah. Especially because I think the Leeds thing probably hold, holds him back from, say, like, like yeah. a Chelsea yeah. fan or a United fan. Yeah. He's, he's probably take a dislike because he's Leeds. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So I think that will probably write him off as well because mm. you look at the likes of how Frampton dealt with him mm. twice. Yeah. I think, I don't know, it's a bit of a strange one, but yeah, fair play to him. He's come up through small, he's <coughs> selling out Leeds Stadium, he's just won um, a world title. He's got... So this is what I mean, like anyone else would look at it and you would say that is the absolute dream. Mm-hmm. When you come through the small world, like win every belt on the way up and then fight in a football stadium in front of your fans, that's like, that's, that's not perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Apart from going out to Vegas or Madison yeah. Square Garden. Yeah. Which, let's be honest, if he keeps that belt, could yeah. could be a possibility. Yeah, yeah. look at the fighters in, in the weight. Mm. Yeah, with possibilities there. But I think you're right about just the general perception of Leeds. Mm. No one's gonna to want to go there as a fan or as a probably. I see even even this build up, like I mean, you got the Leeds fans like, well, trying. Oh, it's disgraceful. And with mm. Selby getting into the van, like I mean, just like yeah, you you got all that side of it, and you think to yourself like, if you're uh, as a fighter, you can imagine you think to yourself, why am I gonna go? Mm. Why am I gonna go to Leeds for that? And then you you got all the travelling fans thinking to themselves, is it is it, is it is it is it is it worth it? Mm. Do you mean are we gonna to go to Leeds for what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and if you tell like boxing fans, they take quite take sort of pride in being not idiots. Yeah. Like, yeah. You hear boxing fans say all the time, like, look at them football, like, like yeah. having a tear up, often can't even fry a punch, like, let the boxers do the fighting, and then yeah. you joke sort of the football fans to the boxing, like, everyone has a drink and they think they're the boxers. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. stupid. It is, it is embarrassing, and you want to keep it, you just want to keep it away from boxing as much as possible, because it, bringing it down to sort of like, Smaller level, it'll, it affects ticket sales. Like. Of course. Yeah. Like, even like, I've, I've been to, <laughs> I've boxed on shows and it's kicked off before, and other people say, normally females, which is completely understandable, saying, oh no, I sort of, I won't go there, like, it's, it's kicked off. And yeah. You have to say, yeah, fine, but, uh, yeah. It's, it's disappointing, man. You don't, yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you just don't need it, don't you? Mm. Just trying to keep it separate, man. It seems like last year it just seemed to be. It just kicked up a much. It just got a lot worse yeah. last year. Yeah, randomly yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, where's mm-hmm. it? Where's it come from? But obviously, it kicks off every now and then. But it was a good few shows in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah. McNess when he bought but uh, senior Byfield as well. Yeah. And that all yeah. that kicked off. It kicked off like the girl fight as well, didn't it? And a yeah, couple it box did. kicked off there. <clears throat> it's it's kicked off every every event we've been to recently. <laughs> every event. Yeah. But nothing, nothing as big as the uh, Groves Cox. Yeah. 
I still can't believe it. I remember just sitting there and I was sat next to uh, Glenn McCrory and it was just, the, the main thing was on, the main fight, and I was, I was looking over, watching this fight happening. Half the uh, stand just oh my disperse, God. didn't it? <laughs> but I was watching that and then all I heard was ding, 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 and looked around and Groves had his hand. I was like, oh, yeah, man. I was like, fuming. I couldn't believe that. So then I had to come home and watch what happened. <laughs> Which is quite annoying, but is what it is. Um, okay, so I mean, to move on, obviously that was a massive card and I think the ramifications of that we'll be talking about mm. for the next few weeks as more and more mm. unfolds to our second L of the week. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was Stevenson Jack. Now we all backed Stevenson quite... Jack. Sorry, we all backed Jack. Yeah, Jack, get it right, no, mate. No, I'm doing a Don King. I'm, just, I'm, changing, my, I'm changing my tune up. We all backed him. And... Uh, Listen, I thought Stevenson was going to get old overnight. I thought 40 year old, he hasn't fought anyone I've known for a good while. He ain't boxing a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, we talk about this all the time. I don't know how he manages to get away with it, but he actually looked all right. Yeah, yeah. In spells, he did. In spells, he did. He looked, I, I, I thought he showed his age in some, 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 space, some spells. He looked He looked old and like just couldn't, I don't know, he just, he, he just, he just couldn't keep up with Jack. So, and and I, even, even when the fight finished, you see him walking away like mm. he knew he lost that fight when he walked away I was going to say so are you are you not in favour of the result that, I'm not that came out I'm not in favour of the result I thought straight away I just thought bullshit straight away I was pissed I was pissed <laughs> that was terrible yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought this is yeah. fucking tops it off mate you know what I mean shit and that would have been so condensed because it would have been a football finish at like yeah. 7 <laughs> Selby finish at 10 and then Jack finish at 2 it's just like just loss after loss after yeah, loss just like, oh, fight, no. I'm going home I'm going to sleep that's all where you just turn the whatsapp off don't yeah, anyone yeah. message me for anything I did, I did I'm not here I thought the result was alright to be fair I couldn't like I, did, I, didn't, I didn't like the commentary on um, Sky I, f- I had Stevenson up 3-1 after 4 rounds and they had it kind of the other way around I always watch boxing without commentary yeah. now. I remember mm. watching the Lomachenko fight the other day, and obviously afterwards everyone saying Lenar has pushed him as close as he could in all the commentary. I was thinking, he hasn't. Like at, at the time of the stoppage, I had him one round up, but that was purely because of the knockdown. Then he yeah. took the next round off, and yeah. I think I gave the first round to Lenar because Lomachenko always starts slow. But I, I just don't watch boxing with commentary mm. now. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a fair point and we all know it now like depending on who you're watching <coughs> what channel you're watching and who's in the ring you don't often get a, a very fair I thought it was pretty amazing for Stevenson though to pull that out like the last few rounds like when he needed to do it yeah, some of those body shots yeah. to do some that. of those body shots yeah. he threw in give him credit for that like, give him credit for that because he looked like he was done and then Jack looked like he was done yeah I like Jack yeah. he's yeah. a likeable fella yeah. I, I, I feel sorry for plus four draws now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, one of the questions that came in, should we be calling him uh Badraw Jack? What else called? Or Badrew Jack, maybe. Oh yeah, I'll his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like both. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's he's almost like like a, a James Milner sort of person. Like he does everything no. well, but nothing I don't think he does anything spectacularly. He's always in exciting fights. Put it away. Mm. He's also in good fights, and that, that's that's enough to like him. No, I, and I really yeah. do like him. I can yeah. watch him all the time. Yeah. I think he's got he's got a solid jab. He's got decent power. He's got yeah. good, like his his uh, his frame's great yeah. for the weight, so he doesn't get pushed around. I think he does everything well, but I don't think he does anything particularly 
There's one piece that's better than anyone. He hits the ref. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I think you know what? <laughs> a lot more than other boxes uh, Was it Ian John Lewis? Yeah, yeah. He took it. He took it. He took it. He took it. He took so it. I think there's probably a few boxes in England that are like, yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So that's what, how do you feel about Stevenson now then? I, do I don't know, know where it goes. I really don't. But could, do you think he's good now or? No. <laughs> well, I, don't, well, I think Kovalev will be chasing him for that WBC belt. I think so. But I don't like Dwight's a massive COD fan, but I also I think he's on the slide as well now. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've I think they're all, they're all kind of on the way down. Jack's gonna be where yeah, he is Jack's for a while. Jack's got to be more durable than Kovalev, isn't he? To come back after being stopped by I don't think Dwight did is very very difficult. Mm. Um, but Jack hasn't got Jack hasn't got Kovalev's power. Though, let's be honest. Let's be honest. So what is it gonna be like a shootout between them then? Yeah, and 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 obviously Kovalev can box as well, can't he? So. Yeah, I never rate, yeah. rated his boxing that much until he boxed Hopkins. Hopkins. Thought, okay, yeah. Yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he that was one of those, those, those shocking fights where you suddenly thought, actually, this guy's really... Yeah. He, just, he just never had to do Especially this Especially to drop yeah. him and step out from right hand against Hopkins. It's like, okay. Mm. So, I mean, Stevenson, like, he says he's, talk, he's talking about a rematch already. He's, always, he's interested in it. Obviously, it's going to make him a lot of money. Mm. But, but does he actually want it? But he's talking about a re- he's talking about a rematch. Are we, are we going to see this rematch what this year or, two, mean, or, or two years later? Like, you know what I mean? Maybe. How much time does he have left? I don't think he wants another twelve round fight like that. I don't think he could do it. They're the sort of ones that that could even be him. Wrong, I mean, they're, they're, when you're at forty years old, if you're having them sort of fights, they're the sort of ones that you know they could be affecting your quality of life mm. after you retire, sort of thing. If you're yeah. in a twelve round war with a, yeah. with a big puncher, yeah. and you're not a young man anymore. You must you must be having these thoughts like, is it worth? Is like it worth what, it at this stage? Was, was it like seven, eight, nine? He was struggling. Yeah. Like really struggling. But he, he, like I said before, even just even just when he after the bell went and just walking off, Jack ran to the corner, jumped mm. on the ropes, and Stevenson looked like he couldn't. He can barely get to this, his corner. Man. <laughs> oh, he was struggling. The people that know who won the fight. Yeah. Other people is here, but you know straight yeah. away if you yeah. won the fight. Yeah. yeah. You know it. Your, you know it before the final yeah. bell's even gone. So. It, it says a lot how fighters react after. Like, obviously, you can tell if someone puts their hand up they're just, and they're just trying to, yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to sort of yeah. act like it, but you know if you've won or not. I was going to say, because yeah. you see that quite a lot where the bell goes and both guys, hands up straight away, and you think, hey, you know that you ain't got this one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, what are you doing? The first time, you yeah. see Leonard put his hands up and Jermaine yeah. actually pushes him like, shut up, mate. <laughs> 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 so, Jack, I mean, if he doesn't fight Stevenson again. Where does this put him now? Because is he a big, is he a big draw? Is he going to go and get more fights of this sort of stature? I think he will because of because of who he's with. Because he's with because he's with the Mayweather sort of brand. I think he'll he'll always get the fights. That's a good one because I mean with Mayweather's brand, I thought that brand was amazing when Mayweather was boxing because yeah. you could be on the undercards and stuff. Mm. Like you don't really see him doing much as a promoter outside of yeah. looking yeah. after what he was doing yeah. for himself. But I think I think his fighters will always get on cards though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's got that connection, and he his fighters will always get on cards. He, he's he's bigger than boxing. Yeah. That's it. He transcends the sport. He There's is, only yeah. a few people that do that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, look when he went to went prison for was it mm. an assault charge? The, yeah. The, they actually delayed his yeah. so sentence he could fight. Yeah. so he could fight. Yeah. yeah, because it would have hurt the uh, Las Vegas economy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, actually, has that sort of shit. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's literally like rankings, 
or mandatory <laughs> don't matter with Mayweather yeah. it's like he picks you you're now the chosen one like you've got your chance it's yeah. like Apollo Creed when he picked Rocky yeah. Yeah. yeah so like it don't matter about rankings like governing bodies it's like he was his own governing yeah. body and boxing mm. like right I'm fighting you now you're getting the payday I'm fighting you now you're getting the payday yeah. WBC make me a belt for this fight <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah come on then guys um, speaking of Mayweather fighters did any, has anybody seen um, Tank's interview this week he was at the Gary Russell fight no. no. And was he fight at 130? 130. Yeah. 130. So he, he was on, I think it was on Fight Talk or not Fight Hub, and they asked him, like, what, what are you walking around at at a minute? And he said he's walking around at 148 in his clothes. And he looked pretty, and he was sounding pretty drunk in the interview as well. No, I'm not saying you can't enjoy yourself, <clears throat> but I think when you're a, obviously not a massive guy, to be walking around at that much over. I, I, I think Mayweather's going to ditch him. I think Mayweather wants to see him get done. There seems like there's a lot of issues there in a minute. Yeah, I yeah. saw someone tweeted the other day. Because I think they tweeted went, him. turned on Broner like that. He's not a small kid, though. He's bigger than weight. He's very big at the weight. You see that. But you see it in his face as well. Yeah, yeah. On to easy. see him get back to, to one thing. I mean, we've seen it with people like Hatton and stuff. You can only do that for so long. Exactly, mm. yeah. Obviously, he's a young man, so he's still going to be growing mm. as well. But I feel like he's a, he's a street kid as well, isn't he? He comes from nothing. How many times do you see a street kid have nothing and then all of a sudden he can do anything and have anything that he wants? Yeah. Look at the, all the Cuban boxers that have gone, mm. gone down the drain, completely wasted talent because of that. Um, and you think he'd learn, you've got the likes of Adrian Broner. I remember when he was a super featherweight, mm-hmm. you're thinking this kid is mm. the next big thing. And then mm. you think about it about Tank as well, and they just get a bit ahead of themselves. I think Mayweather, like we said, bigger than boxing, he. He's bad for boxing as well. How many people do you see trying to emulate him mm. by doing yeah. the type of pads he does, hitting yeah. the bag the way he does, talking the way he does? And he's got he's got people thinking that making money is the most important thing. Like they'll think first, how can I get people to come and watch me fight? How can I get attention to myself? And mm. then they do get attention mm. to themselves, but when they haven't been concentrating on training and improving themselves, everyone looks at them like, oh not even that good or he yeah. found out very quickly yeah. so you've got people thinking the wrong way um, yeah. Tank obviously a great fighter um, he's I think his attitude's changed I think yeah, you, mm-hmm. I think it's spot on I think Mayweather's very ruthless though like, I think I think if he sees his fighter like that I think he will just hang him out to dry I, really I think do. with Mayweather you know that old thing if it don't make dollars it don't make sense I, yeah, think, that's I, don't, think he, I don't think he's making much money off Davis I don't think I think he was quite happy like everyone assumed with the Broner thing when it first started happening there like a feud I thought everyone thought it was fake but I, I genuinely think he probably doesn't really dis- like respect these people they're, trying, know, to, they're trying to be him but they, yeah. they're not obviously putting in the same hard work that he did yeah. when um, yeah when uh, Mayweather went to prison and he got 50 cent to look after his uh, um, TMT sort of company and 50 Cent come out and said yeah he went away I went to look after it and then sort of quickly realised that it's not much more than a logo like there's mm, not a yeah. lot there there's not yeah. much substance to it um, and yeah he's put on a few shows I remember one when Mickey Bay got knocked out yeah. uh, I can't mm. that's the only sort of one that springs to mind so, so I don't think I don't see him as a massive promoter at all. Left him now, yeah. isn't he? he's just gonna I think that the, the money team like you said it's the logo it'll be on the front of the gym people will pay 
thousands to come and train in that gym mm, and yeah. around his people. The same as like the wildcard gym. It would just be that place where people just want to go there. They want to be involved and be I, around. I think other he's going to be one of them stuff. people as well. Might might tie in with what Eddie Hearn's doing with this like massive deal he's got. It's probably the sort of thing where Eddie Hearn will let him have a couple of fighters in his show just to say that Mayweather's at the event to get a bit yeah. more profile for it. Yeah. I don't. I can't Good really point. see Mayweather's position being much more than that. It's sort of just like a character in it. Like, why would you sign just with a bit Mayweather? Of a really? sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's well known. He's just. He's just about making money now, isn't he? So. Mm. And he takes over the press conferences. It's annoying, isn't it? It is annoying like, that they ask the fighter a question and he starts talking for another five minutes just about what he did. Which, even as a Mayweather fan, that's annoying. It must be, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish David was here because we could have brought up Errol Spence Jr. Someone interviewed him this week. He, now he, I, I am such a huge fan of him. He won me a lot of money in that book fight. <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear. But he also this week tipped uh, Tank to beat Lomachenko now. Yeah. I think that's more of a... He must be on crack at the time, mate. Yeah, there's something going on there. <laughs> I think that's more sticking to your mate, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He knows full well he ain't going to win that. That was when I was like, I read it and I was like, no, that can't be right. So then, you know, you look somewhere else and you find a no. source of it. I was like, oh shit, he's actually said that. Mm. But listen, there's, there's fights out there now. We could all be shot. I'm not predicting anything anymore. No. Because whatever... So. Listen, whatever I feel now, I'm just going to bet the opposite. Yeah. I think that's the safest way for me to go now. Absolutely the safest way. So what have we got coming up? We, this weekend, have got McDonald versus... Sorry, McDonald versus uh, Inoue. I don't know what time that's going to be on, because that's in Japan, isn't it? Japan are ahead of us, aren't they? By so like, we're probably... Ten hours. Yeah, it's, they're right over there, aren't they? And it's on a Friday night there, so we're probably looking around Friday lunchtime on the weekend. Which is decent. I actually don't mind that. I remember when uh, Parker fought... Was it Takam? Yeah, that was, it was on morning, like a, it? it was on like a Sunday, yeah. about 11 in the morning. <laughs> just came down out of bed. I was like, oh, great. So, oh, did some live boxing. Um, was it the same when he boxed at Andy Ruiz as well? Yeah, I think yeah. it was a, yeah, an yeah, early yeah. fight. And uh, I actually don't mind that. Obviously, I mean, the yeah. viewing figures are probably absolutely terrible. Yeah. Who comes? Like most people are watching Hollyoaks Rerun or something at that time on a Sunday. It's but, a good time to have boxing on there, isn't it? Like if you've been out on a Saturday, wake up on a Sunday. Yeah, a lazy day. Flip. Decent. Flip a bit of boxing on, you plot it up for the mm. day then, ain't you? Maybe with this, uh, is it Daz, Daz Nindil? Yeah. <laughs> How are you supposed to say, is it, do you, is it Dazone? Is that how you supposed to say it? Is that how you pronounce it? Do you know what, I'm just gonna, I just want to just say D-A-Z-N. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know Eddie Hearn's TV deal? We'll just leave it, that's how we describe yeah. it now. The deal. The, yeah, the deal. Well, it's, it's a billion dollar deal, man, it's yeah. just the deal, yeah. That, that's a serious uh, deal, people can slag off Eddie Hearn but the geezer is he's good at what he does <laughs> yeah, we've, we've said it before and it's not so much we don't slag Eddie Hearn off it's hard to describe because I love what he does mm. and he sells us his dream like he puts on some amazing events some wicked fights and we all get so involved in it we all get sucked into pretty much all of them but it's just the whole thing kind of around that you know like the people that all watch two or three fights a year, but then suddenly yes. they know everything. Yeah. Yes. I mean... And we love those coming into the sport because we want more more and more fans. But Yeah. I mean, if you look at what he's done with Anthony Joshua, he's made... He's made the biggest sporting icon in the country, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, he's he's probably our biggest, the world now. But right? he's, he's... What he's done, he's... Where he... Joshua boxed someone like Melina or... 
Um, who else has he boxed? Um, for like Takan. Yeah. He's got the public thinking that this guy is such an amazing boxer. Probably some people believe he would have beaten Muhammad Ali. Yeah. To the point where they're willing to pay twenty pound to watch him knock out someone like Molina. Mm-hmm. So like that. So that's where Eddie Hearn's good with um, promoting and advertising his fight. Because I remember seeing people um, under Eddie Hearn's banner thinking, oh, they must be like, knocking on the door for a world title soon. And then they've left uh, Eddie Hearn and they've gone other places, seen him on smaller shows. I remember thinking, yeah, they never really was that good. Eddie Hearn is very good at... Um, yeah. He manages like, the matchmaking perfectly doesn't he he does so well with that <clears throat> at times like if you're the chosen one he'll get you to where you need to be yeah. and he said it before when he started yeah. Matchroom USA he said we get people fights for with a lot of money yeah. for low risk Yeah. and as a fighter I mean I don't know it depends on where you are in your career that sounds mm-hmm. like it's a bit of a dream but then I know a lot of guys they want to fight the best they want yeah. to try and beat the best all the time but it seems that those kind of ideas are maybe mm. a bit conflicting with Matchroom. I think it's a lot like uh, wrestling, like WWE or whatever. Like you've got your main guys, but Eddie Hearn keeps these sort of like middle of the road guys because they got good, like Dave Allen. Dave Allen shouldn't be on TV as much as he is really, but yeah. but he's kind of one of them wrestling characters. He's a character. That, yeah, it's yeah. fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's fun. He's it's a likable like guy, so yeah. Yeah. he sells, only sort yeah. of thing. But but it works really hard, and like mm. you say, he's good at building. They are like characters. He's, do you know what? He, he builds brands, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because Matchroom came, not from nothing, but they were, like he but said then, it himself, they were on their ass when he, he started thing, taking it on. The first show was Hay versus Harrison, weren't it? And yeah. yeah. They was only sort of going to do the prize fighters and then sort of signed Brooke, Barker, mm. Frotch. Yeah. And now he's just opened an office and got a billion dollar yeah. deal in, uh, yeah. in New York. So fair play to him, right? But he's ruthless as well. He ditches people when they're no good to him anymore as well. Yeah. But again, again as constantly pointed out in, in Warren's things, him and his, his pops are, they're money men, they're accountants. Yeah. Mm. So they're going to be looking at that bottom line thinking, right, this guy is not making sense for us anymore. Yeah. yeah. We're not here to lose money. Like what's happening with Chamberlain? We said this at the time. So when you had that fight, it was clearly, there's two can't go into one. There was only one space really for a light heavyweight on that stable. At, at that stage take it off can discount him but not discount him but actually but I think he's got a, a much longer term yeah. plan but those two guys were both asked to the same spot basically to be fighting underneath mm. like Joshua Yeah. so whoever won that was going to go on and the other one was just going to I would have thought just be cut loose but do you think, really think Cody would have been cut loose if he lost I don't think he would have been well I don't think it would have been his decision to, to necessarily make because he's, he's more Joshua's yeah, boy yeah. isn't it mm. but with Chamberlain now that he's it's not a commodity that he can really sell anymore because he's already been beaten by the guy that he's also got. Yeah. So any opportunity that comes up, he's not going to want to give that to Chamberlain. So at that point, as Even a fighter... Even though did with Dylan White. At that point, as a fighter, what do, you, what do you do? Do you keep fighting on the same promoter's cards whereas you can't... And you know you're not going to get the best opportunities. No matter what you yeah. do, he's going to give everything to Akoli at that point. And the thing is as well, he's not a big ticket seller. No. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I don't know what his deal is if he has to sell tickets or he has to, or if he's on a on a purse. Eddie Hearn will be thinking this guy is not bringing me in any money. Um, why would I keep him on? I've got this. Geezer, did he won bronze at the Olympics? Did he? Kind of, no, he didn't win anything, did he? Yeah. But 
Obviously, he's got um, Olympic pedigree. He's big guy that's knocking mm. people out, doing mm. stuff. Unfortunately for Chamberlain, I, I, I really like him. I think he's a decent boxer. He's not the biggest at the weight either. Mm. I think he's stuck in this problem as well with the light heavy, yeah, heavy and cruiserweight limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cruiserweight is too just too big of a division. It's just it's, it's yeah. like two stone from yeah. like top to bottom. Yeah. Well, just... it's like seventy nine kilos, about 90, 91 kilos. No, that's, like, that's a massive. Because like the border control always have you do weight properly. Like they find someone's been in a sauna. Mm. Like they'll really come down on you, and then they've got this big. I don't get because I know big people golf, are yeah. brilliant, brilliant fighters at eighty six kilo in the amateurs. Mm. What do they do? Do they fight bigger men that are, that can get down to ninety one, or do they absolutely kill themselves to get down to seventy nine, mm. which then pose a problem to their health yeah. and dehydration? Yeah. Well, it's the same sort of health issue I would imagine because if you're fighting guys who are like basically heavyweights. Yeah. Exactly. Um, who are walking yeah. around at like sixteen stone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's this it's quite a dangerous game for you. Yeah. It's, mm. it's one of we we mentioned it at the time because mm. obviously Coley's quite Coley's like he's basically a heavyweight. Yeah. 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 When when he feels out to his mate. frame, he mm. he will be a heavyweight. It's yeah. just he's a young guy at the minute. Unfortunately for Chamberlain, it's obviously the thing happened with his with his trainer as well. Yeah. It's not looking good for him at the minute, no. which is unfortunate because he's. He's a nice tiny boxer. Um, yeah. Maybe if he does, I think Frank Warren will probably give him a chance. Hopefully he builds himself up. Gets the name out there again. But yeah, not really looking good since the Cody fight. Mm. It wasn't a pretty fight either, was it? Mm. No, we didn't enjoy that one. That was the one we, I remember we said it at the time because it was the same night as, uh, was it Gassiav? Yeah. Yes. Dorticus. Do- yep. Yeah. <laughs> no one. We did the show this week, that week, and we were like, right, so record British Beef and we'll watch Boxing Super Series. Mm. And all of us, oh, yeah. <laughs> we all watched British Beef. Didn't you watch it? You watched, you watched the World Series, didn't you? Yeah. yeah and he was yeah. messaging us, he was like, this is the best fight I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this is shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I was tied in, because I was sat there, I was watching it, and the missus, and she's like, oh no, I don't mind watching this. And I'm just like, oh, this is the best fight ever's on. <laughs> channel. But I was like, let's turn it over. She's like, who's fighting? So the Gassi having daughter, because she's like, <laughs> don't know them. <laughs> just leave it. Oh, that fucking casual. When's the final? That has it been announced yet? No. Well, Usyk sort of. Uh, he said he's not going to fight in Russia. Did yeah, because yeah. the Ukraine yeah. and Russia thing. Yeah. Understandable. Mm. Understandable. Just, what happened to having it in the Middle East? It's like, supposed to be in Jeddah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Saudi Arabia was it? That was that was a stupid idea in the first place. Though, yeah. come on, man. Who's going to be a ticket seller? Oh yeah. Just... Again, that's just where someone. I wouldn't be surprised if the person who's funded a lot of this is they live there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right, well, you just put the final here because I don't want to. Well, I think the company that do the Champions League put on the Super Series. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of a strange one. Like um, they should just have that in Germany, mate. It's just mm. done it. Like, it's neutral for both of them. Yeah, and Germany's Not a bit, for... a lot of people like their boxing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, You've got like... decent stadiums to watch a boxing. Yeah, they've got the infrastructure ready for yeah, it. So yeah, I've yeah, um, when. Joshua boxed there, I think it was Takan, it was obviously one of the, still the biggest, highest selling fights, and there's an article saying the um, biggest fights in history, attendance wise, and a lot of them was um, Chugunov, um, oh, what was his name, not Feed or the other one, is it Dimitri Chugunov? Yeah. He was up there, like, I think two of his fights. Yeah, he had, like, he had like mega attendances. Like, a hundred, yeah. hundred thousand people, so, and he was like putting on like events like, a concert like a motorbike event like. yeah. yeah crazy they love it out there <laughs> yeah. but we said this before we cut as British fight fans 
we kind of think that we have everything here mm. and you forget that out in the world there's some huge events that go on out there mm. like the Klitschko's there was never any need for them to leave Germany because no. they, were, they were fighting basically stadium fights all the time yeah. Yeah. against against nobody and they put all the shows in Germany yeah. as well yeah. Mm. yeah we're efficient I'll tell you that now yeah. <laughs> and then you, you you go to some shows here we see the other night when they massive in, gap in it <laughs> in, interview in Frampton and the microphone kept broke, breaking yeah. You know, he went through three microphones. It was, uh, Dave Allen went for, you see his fishing tweet and he's like, microphones will never break on a matching show. <laughs> yeah. And he just put the fishing rod at the end of the tweet and signed off. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know exactly what you've done there, mate. Yeah. Fans will love that one. Yeah. People just love to give Warren shit though. Yeah. And this is what we say when we talk about this kind of matching bubble, we've spoken about it a lot where, because we all have Sky, Sky is matching basically. So we're watching mm. TV, we get just hammered with how great matchroom is how great their boxers are and then you go on Twitter and you just see people just giving yeah. Box Nation and BT both barrels all the time and you yeah. just think there's actually no reason for you to be doing this they're still mm. putting on decent shows they've got some great boxers yeah. and they always put on uh, sort of international fights mm. yeah exactly yeah. Like mm. and they the sort of fights before we weren't even getting to see them they exactly. wasn't even an option yeah. it seems like even Sky now they've picked up a few more of these international fights mm. because Box Nation yeah. and BT do it mm. yeah Listen, mate. You want you want as much boxing on TV as possible, don't you? So having having BT Sport and Box Nation Run plus Sky, it's only it's only, it's only going to benefit everyone. Even so. the Huey Fury fight. See, the view, there's over a million people watched it. Yeah, that's um, mental. I've yeah. done big numbers, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm. not as big as Mick Hennessy said. <laughs> unfortunately, I think he claimed what was it two point nine million. Wow. And then they put this. It got released, and it was like, like one point one point five. Yeah. yeah. It's still big though, isn't it? Yeah. It's massive. Yeah. Listen, it's still that, big. Yeah. Like what were most people watching it that night? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's done well as well, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Huey Fury? Uh, I think he's, he's young, isn't he? Yeah. Like, I think. Was he twenty three? Twenty three. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's good. He's still got time to develop it. He seems sort of seems like he's been around a while already. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's still got time to develop. Will he be as good as Tyson? Don't think so. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll get another world title shot at some point down the line. And now he's falling out with Tyson. That might be a fight down the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Tyson, so we now have his opponent as well, don't mm. we? Can I can't say, is it Sef- Seferi? Seferi or something like that. Seferi. Whatever. And he's the, uh, is he the second best Albanian cruiserweight. But he's undefeated, isn't he? Or has he got one loss? I think he's got one loss. I think. He's my not, actually. <laughs> it's a really strange one, because obviously he's a, he's a cruiserweight. It doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> I don't think anyone was expecting anything good. And again, it's I was expecting better than this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was expecting like a Malik Scott, something like that. I can't watch Malik Scott oh, fight. Can imagine that fight? I'm not saying him, but maybe someone... <laughs> Of, of his, that, yeah, of that level sort of thing. Of his level, just, like, like, name, just name, not yeah. world level. Yeah. Or... I, I, I think we said it. I think we said it a couple of weeks ago. I didn't. You expected it to be something, something of a test, like, oh, uh, at least something's gonna break sweat, you know? Because why is he gonna? Why is he fighting a cruiserweight? Dave Allen, that would have been the perfect. So, yeah, something like that. Just, why are you fighting a cruiserweight? Come on, man! At least fight a heavyweight. <laughs> you'd have got, you'd have got some solid rounds out of Allen as well. <laughs> Yeah, he could have fought. He could have fought any one of Wilder's last opponents, mm. last five six opponents. But apart from Ortiz, but any any of the, any of those other opponents. Ortiz well. would have been a good thing because he's, yeah. he's coming off the loss. Yeah, 
But mm. I don't know. How old do you reckon he is? Go oh, on the spot. Don't know. I don't know. Sitting on the fence. <laughs> I'm still going for like 49. <laughs> he doesn't know himself, does he? No. <laughs> definitely doesn't he's had so many different passports <laughs> he's got no idea yeah I am a bit gutted with the um, the Tyson thing especially as we're, what, we're only like three weeks out and they've only just announced the opponent it just it screams that they didn't really have anyone lined up at all no mm. I think the money comes into it as well I think anyone fighting him is going to want decent money aren't they yeah and if you're going to spend decent money you're going to probably want to get someone decent and I don't think they want to risk it Frank Ron can't afford to risk him do you know what I mean? Even yeah, because they would have had to put a lot of money to get Tyson yeah, back, yeah. back up and running sort of thing. They need it's to a big get investment, three or four it? shows out of him before they start taking risks, I'd say. He's got to fight soon after this one, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't do this fight and then fight in four months' time. Or well, he said, he, said he wants time. four fights this year. I'll say, I would he's got to fight at least three. Because of the poor level of opposition mm. yeah. and not a lot of people going to watch it, or they're going to watch it but they're not going to be interested yeah. he's got to fight him and then say about like, two months later he's got to get he's just got to use this just to get the cobwebs off just yeah, to yeah. get back into getting used to training camp and everything else he, he has to fight it's a shame because like, even on Saturday he was saying he's ready he's ready now he's mm-hmm. ready now for anyone that sort of thing but obviously you don't expect him to go in to go in with um any of the big boys, but you, like you said, like you said, he should be. In there a are better appointment that you could find though, you'd imagine. Yeah. At a better sort of caliber. Exactly. So I mean, as a, as a fight itself, like a lot of fighters talk about ring rust and stuff. What's the longest you've you've had out of the ring? Um, well, as an amateur as well or professional? Yeah, I mean, from from like fight to fight, what's the biggest gap that you've had? Uh, professional is probably. Well, I boxed on the Groves Goodnick card in October 2016. And then I was meant to box on, I think it was Eubank versus Quinlan when he won the world title. But I got ill for that fight and um, had to pull out. And then I think I had one scheduled for March and then someone, I think the card just fell apart so I didn't box till I think June. Yeah. So what's that? It's about... Seven or eight months. Yeah. So... In terms of, like, how important is it for you to get out and have that kind of, I don't want to say a warm-up fight, but when you first come back out, you obviously can't go back in against the, the a yeah. top-level opponent. Is it really important for you to get out and have that kind of blow the cobwebs off? And I think, yeah, because you can, you can do all the sparring you want. Like, when you first get back into camp with sparring, you can, you can see what you want to do. And sort of like you're going to do it, your body just sort of don't do it. Like the yeah. sharpness isn't there. Um, and then obviously, as you get towards the end of camp, leading up to the fight, you're hitting everything. Mm. And then it might get into the get into the actual fight, and you might feel like you're back at the beginning of the camp again. You can't hit nothing. It's just yeah. getting used to the occasion, sort of like going in, weighing in, warming up. If you're doing that all the time, you just get used to it. Yeah. It's like it, it, it's not. You might look at a fight as like an event, like a big thing. Yeah. Mm. But if you're doing it regularly, it just mm. becomes the norm. You're more relaxed. You're more composed. So. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously you learn from each fight as well. So if you're fighting regularly, you're always learning, always improving. Mm. So activity, especially early on in a fighter's career, is so important. Yeah, we've had. I mean, I know Dwight's mentioned it a few times. So we've had loads of guys come on, and they just they stress about the importance of like getting that momentum going. Mm. Yeah. And just being in the ring, training 
back in the ring training and then so who was it that said it, it was when we spoke to Bradley uh, Ski yeah. and like he built up a, a wicked kind of run of wins yeah. and then he had that huge gap mm. and yeah. we spoke to him and he, was, he said it's so frustrating it's so difficult to then back in the gym and be training when you know you've got no fight that you planned or you've yeah. got one and it keeps getting put off and I, I, I guess it's like kind of how you just described it it must be a real psychological issue if you're training and you know you haven't got a fight at the end of it like I, I don't know how I'd manage to do anything without a, a goal at the end mm-hmm. of it especially something that's important it's like because if, if you're not training properly you may as well not be there I yeah it's, I mean yeah. it is when, when you're out of camp it is nice just to do a bit of because obviously training camp is so structured you know exactly what you're doing and how you're going to do it so when, when you're out of camp it's nice just to sort of like have a bit of bit of freedom like with what you're training sort of like have a little run maybe do a few weights hit the bag sort of whatever but yeah no when like you said when you come out of training camp and then coming back into it you just yeah it's just men, everything's mental in the game so just trying to get used to the um so like the pressures of training camp as well and the strains is yeah it's just important to stay stay active. I guess especially the stage of your career now where you're going from four six eight. If you have a big gap mm. and you you've just done your first eight rounder, yeah. then you have a massive gap now. Say, your body's probably not used to doing that over and over again. So of course, because mm. you can you can do a four rounder. Yeah. Do a four rounder, and then become unfit but then you can easily get fit yeah. four rounds again where me I'm not at that stage in my career where I'm doing eight rounds I can't now go back to being unfit yeah. and having to try and build up to being able to do four rounds again and then build on top of that to eight I yeah, need to yeah. stay fit maybe if I just sort of stay fit enough to do six rounds yeah, yeah. still six rounds I can build on to that like you can't, you can't afford to go back to being just like an average Joe because yeah, there's people out there that aren't doing that. Yeah. they are staying fit. So it's yeah, it's important. So do you know like as like say if you were having your, your couple of months off, do you feel your fitness kind of deteriorating and you're sitting there thinking right when I go back into camp I'm gonna get my ass kicked here because I'm not where I should be or anything like that. Kind of like my last not my last fight Saturday the one before that I think. Um, I only had three weeks off, so I knew if I carried on training throughout that mentally, it would, it would put you down. Sort of like yeah. carry on training, you're halfway through um, camp, you think I've had enough of this, I don't mm. want to do it. Yeah. But even though you like boxing, you just it's it, it, it's stressful. So yeah. I just had three weeks off, done done nothing, and then when I come back, because it was only three weeks, I was still I was still half fit. Like I think yeah. the first thing I done was went and run six miles, and I thought, oh. That was alright. I mean, you do get spotted if you are getting hit a bit, yeah. but you, yeah, you bring it back a lot, a lot easier. So at the minute, um, I've done a little bit of training earlier. Uh, probably I do a very little bit over the next two weeks, but then after that, um, I'm going to be punching pretty much every other day with my trainer. He's a personal trainer as well. He takes clients. I'm going to be joining in, mm. in the circuits. I do probably. Two runs a week, like it's not hard, but Just doing them two yeah. runs a week when mm. I come back to camp, I'm going to be doing them easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. even if I'm not running sort of 10 miles or something like that, if I do four at a decent pace, you know, you're still going to be. Yeah, so you're still pushing good. yourself a little bit, aren't you? Yeah, of still, course. Yeah. Right, is there anything else you want to cover this week then, boys? We covered all last week, we covered. Mm. 
fact, we started talking about McDonald, and we definitely didn't. So, we, look, what predictions for that? Yeah, get stopped. Before anyway, six, I say yeah. Anyway, definitely yeah. Yeah, I say so. Anyway, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's yeah too much to say about that, unfortunately. <laughs> right, so I'm gonna go McDonald. He <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> Just someone, like, I need, someone I need, will be right. One of us will get him right, yeah. I need a win in my life. and <laughs> It's not going to be him. This is like the <laughs> choice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mind yeah. this one too much. But, um, yes, yeah, so hopefully it'll be a nice, reasonable time. Yeah. And I won't have to be tweeting at like five in the morning, arguing with people and I can barely keep my eyes open. Yeah. And there's some guy sitting there and he's pumped, ready to be trolling somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm that guy that's just, I always get hooked in with that shit, man. Yeah. yeah. You just, oh, <laughs> the people on Twitter, you just know that they are thriving. <laughs> they are in that element. They have trained for it. <laughs> <laughs> They've had their 10 week camp. <laughs> That's the one, you know, when you answer somebody and then you look back and they've responded four more times to yeah. the same tweet and you think, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm so tired. But at the same time, if you don't respond, you're sort of a defeat. You've lost. You've suddenly just you've like, oh, I agree. I've yeah. agreed with what you said now because I haven't responded. And the worst thing is, it's public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Message mate, can you just delete that tweet? Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. just do us a favour, yeah? I mean, are you a big Twitter user yourself? Uh, uh, I'm probably, I use Facebook and Instagram more, but I've started to use Twitter a bit more. Um, and uh, not a row, a debate, I'd say, uh, a couple of months ago with uh, Danny Flexing, is it? For yeah. Ah, Danny Flexing. Boxing News, and I thought... Fuck this, I'm, I'm leaving Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving Twitter for a bit. I had to unfollow him the other, I think, two weeks ago. He just rouses people, non- he won't ever stop. Yeah, um, who was it? Um, he was actually saying about the Haymaker show that I was on. Yeah. Saying it's the worst televised card all, all year, like, it's a disgrace. I'm like, I don't like, the, the box are on it, like, having to sell tickets, like, they've had mm. an opportunity to get on it, like... Yeah. It's free to watch. Yeah, one. If you're not enjoying it, yeah. turn it off. Yeah. He, he had the right time that it was even on TV. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there's someone like, might watch this, see a boxer I've never seen before, like him, follow him. So it yeah. does the box, like, it does the. This is a different sort of like, at uh, high level, like, obviously, he writes for Boxing News, he only cares about sort of the. Well, I don't say he only cares, I don't know that, but. He's giving this the haymaker show gave people at the bottom like the small like mm. exposure something that they rarely rarely get yeah exactly yeah. and he had a problem with it mm. so I thought I'd pop yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> no but that's exactly you've got to fight your, like literally fight your corner I mean yeah. we go to those haymaker shows yeah and they have, they're decent exactly. they're small hall shows I think that's what people forget like mm. when people watch boxing on TV it's not often they see a small hall show so they don't really know what to expect if all you ever do is watch. Kel Brook shows or Anthony Joshua shows you've got no idea what happens yeah. at your call show you don't know that there's going to be 10 or 11 fights there's going to be a lot of four rounders but you watch those fights and every time you go to one of those shows you'll see one person you mm. haven't seen before and you'll be like yeah. actually I really like this guy yeah, yeah. You, you find out they're a hidden diamond don't exactly. you exactly exactly yeah. maybe in a year two three times like everyone might be talking about him like yeah, yeah. I see him sort of that's it and I yeah. imagine for guys like yourself that's what you kind you, you hope happens like you've sold your ticket so you know that the people you've got to mm. come in they know you they know your, your level yeah. how, how good you are already but you're hoping that someone that's there or someone that if it's on TV is going to see it and be like actually I'm going to check this guy again mm. yeah. that's how we when we went to uh, the Harrow Legend Center show this was two years ago to see Jez and Mitchell Smith mm-hmm. now I hadn't seen Jez Smith fight before and he fought 
McCauley McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a draw. And honestly, I swear it was one of the best fights I have ever I seen in life. Mm. I've known Mitchell and Jones like a few years now. And, uh, yeah, that, that fight on TV, obviously it done Jones look well be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. I said it was one of the best fights I've ever seen. It was mm. a good card as well. It came across well on TV. Yeah. And again, that's a small... I mean, you wouldn't look at that on TV and think that's mm. in... It's in a sports hall somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But these are the sort of fights that people don't generally see like Goodwin shows. They're, the only thing that gets me about them is that the, more people can't see them. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same with the British Warriors show. When we go to these, yeah. sometimes you see some great fights, but people won't see them. Like, if there was uh, anything that we hadn't seen on the Goodwin show at the weekend, there's no way we can go back and look at it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, and that's the really only about, downside. Um, Liam McKenzie versus Chella Renner. Mm. They've got the footage of that fight. They had to raise some money. They didn't they have to go. Fight. They had to raise the money to to like buy it, though, didn't they? I think no. I think they had it, and then the idea was that this was such a great fight, but because it's not televised, no one's going to see it. So mm. let's support small hall boxing. Let's raise some money that we'll give to the two fighters that were involved in it, and then we'll let everyone see it because mm. it was that good a fight. Um, yeah. I was meant to go to it, and I couldn't. So I come up, and I missed it. I still haven't seen it. But again, these are the sort of ones we went to. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking it was a British war show, and it had Kurt Garvey versus uh, Sam Smith, and that was just that, that was, was Swindon. Like, yeah, and it, yeah. What's it, um, Sam Smith won that, and it was a. When I tell you, it was a war, and it ended up with like Garvey getting knocked out of the ring onto the table, but they both dropped each other. And, mm. You know, sitting there watching, I'm thinking. I can't even tell anyone about this because no one's going to understand this. And then Danny yeah. Flexen's slating yeah. Yeah. that a small hall show shouldn't be on TV. Well, and I even said to him, I said, you never know, there might be a real... Because he said, oh, they're all going to be 40-36 wins or stoppage wins. I said, you might get a surprise one. And he said, oh, um, I bet you're hoping it's not going to be you. I said, yeah, but you never know. If it is, I ain't going to complain. <laughs> That's it. You get gems like, who is it? Is that Lewis, Lewis Ritson? Like the uh, mm. from up north, like he yeah. came through the small hall show. Yeah, mm. he is quality. Yeah, like he's he's come through the small hall scene, and he yeah. is absolutely brilliant. Now he's lighting up TV screens yeah, with some exactly. some amazing fights. So, but you've got to watch if you if you're invested in boxing, you should be you should massively interested yeah. in these things. Yeah, like we try and get to as many of these as we can. There's been times when we've had to split up and go to like different yeah. ones between us. Listen, if, if, I, if, I, if I can sit at home and do it at the same time, you know, because mm. obviously we don't we can't we can't always get to the shows. Mm. You, I can, if I can sit at home and watch a small hall show, you do it. Definitely do. Yeah. I was, there's been a couple on free sport, hasn't there? Like, um, yeah, cool. Hobson's got a few. Yeah. He gets them on there now. Mm. So, I mean, I've it's, seen a couple of those, I don't know. We've happy all said it. we just yeah. want as much boxing on TV as we can possibly Look, the Haymaker show, Sport Bible put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of people that couldn't make the fight or whatever said they watched it on there. Yeah. yeah. So, the thing is, you get ticket sales off that because people that haven't been to see you fight can now see you fight. And yeah. you think, oh, yeah, next we'll time. go see you next time. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. I'll go down and watch it. So the fact that people are slagging it off, it's like they, they begrudge it, they can't do it. It's like yeah. a jealousy kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but they don't know what he said at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to see that, it, obviously, you, you're not, ha- not nice you're not happy about it, but you know so many people in different sports, they just don't really have a personality. They mm. just don't. They don't give you any real life what they're like. So yeah. to see that you kind of you see that and you're like, no, I don't agree with you. So you're gonna, I'm gonna argue at this point. 
like I said, there's a lot of guys that just kind of just skip past that shit because they, they know that they're... <laughs> like, your profile is everything. Like, mm. you can't imagine Anthony Joshua going on and arguing with somebody now just because his brand is too important for yeah. him to even really show anything real. Mm. Yeah. And we get that with a lot of, like, top stars. You know, Lewis Hamilton gets it all the time and yeah. Andy Murray, like, they can't show you personality because then people don't like them. Mm. Yeah. But I think a lot of fans, yeah. we like the realness of, like, of guys like yourself that will say, no, no, I think you're talking shit, I don't give you a talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people like Dave Allen. Mm. And yeah. to a point, I can't watch Anthony Joshua in an interview. It, yeah, it makes me cringe. It makes yeah. me cringe so bad. It's like a rebel, like, isn't it? You know that's not him, isn't it? It's well, not, it's not real. Is, like, you watch his interviews and it's almost like, you know, he's just lined up to say things. Yeah. It's like, I know what, you, what point you want to tell me, so I'm going to ask you a question mm. so you can give me the exact answer you want to say. But Mayweather was the same and Joshua's the same it's sort of no matter what they ask it's kind of he somehow gets the standard answer in even yeah. if it doesn't really relate to the question it's got, he just makes the question fit but the, the stars like that they're at a point where they're so big that no one will even question their answer yeah. like no one's going to ask Joshua a question he's going to answer it whatever he wants and say yeah but you didn't answer my question there Anthony because yeah. Yeah. you'll never get to, yeah. 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 you'll just yeah. never get to speak to him again exactly so. that's, that's the sad thing about it but I think that's what again why people like the small war shows like the people like like Craig and Sam over at Fight Talk, when they do the, the interviews after the fights and they're sitting there and they're talking to the guys and they're getting real honest mm. answers from everybody. Yeah. Like we said it before, I, I, we love IFL, we've always loved them, but it's just like now they just don't really give a shit. Yeah. They just stick the camera down, bam, ask yeah. you the same three or four questions that they ask everybody yeah. else yeah. and then wrap it up because they know yeah. as soon as they upload that 5,000 yeah, like, views and... I've done a, an film interview, I think, my first one was before my debut. Um, I think it was one of David Haley's comeback fights. John, my gym mate, John McDonald went to fight with it and I was there and they interviewed me. Oh, yeah. Now, I didn't do one because they hadn't been at a show until I boxed on the... Was it the second Groves? Yeah, the second Groves fight, so last November. Mm. Um, and I'd never seen him at a small hall show before. But now they've got a few people come on so mm. I just send them down. Yeah. I've done one on the weekend. Also, mm. I'm not, not complaining enough. No, of course, it boosts your profile. It's yeah. massive. It needs yeah. to be done. Yeah, but you, then you do get people like yourself, Sam, Craig. They sort of know every single small hall fighter because yeah. you get down there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they interview these people yeah. and try and, don't know if the words, help them out, but they, they get yeah. their name out there. Yeah. And well, I think you're spot on. We... Like, I mean, I'll speak for us I know that Craig's and, and Sam are exactly the same we, we try our best to, to get guys out there like we ran a series a little while ago mm, like yeah. an, introduction series, an introduction series for, for guys that had no more than like five fights and we ran that for about two or three months Yeah, and that was really good like some of the guys they were so grateful just to have you know just ten minutes a year's yeah. time just yeah, to talk exactly. about because these people aren't big sort of like names they appreciate they appreciate yeah. the help they can get yeah. so I mean we, we try our best and I know that like the guys at New Age and Fight Talk are exactly the same so because mm. boxing is such a ruthless business that when so when people do sort of uh, do things like you've done they're like oh wow like, <laughs> people do care mm. <laughs> yeah it's true mm. we try we try <laughs> alright so um, I, I think we've we've rambled we've covered yeah. a lot this week actually and I'm going to get you at one point. I want a story out of you at some day. Mm. I, want a, I want a funny yeah, cab story. So you need to... No celebrities? None that I know. I did have someone that was uh, rabbiting on the phone and it was at the time 
was it Sam Allardyce had a bit of a what happened when he was in the paper was he um, oh when he was the England manager <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it happened most successful English manager ever <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he was very keen to tell me that he was like Sam Allardyce is something and he was just on the phone to him <laughs> so I think yeah that's probably the closest I've had to someone can you just like close that little window so you just stop talking <laughs> <laughs> just soundproofing in this little box at the back yeah. got no interest in you mate just just tap the card <laughs> <laughs> no nah, if I figure a story I'll send it over alright <laughs> All right, then uh, we're not going to give Dave any stick for not turning up no nah. he's just not relevant he's like yeah. Kelbrook there you go <laughs> I hope I never meet Kelbrook I don't think we'll ever meet Kilbrook. Unless it was you that nicked his bike. <laughs> Why? Why would you think me? And on that note... Because <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing a black shirt. Yeah, of course, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right, so we'll wrap it up. Thanks very much for joining us today, Dean. It's no, been... Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely get you back again soon. Um, and we say, it, we say it all the time, but it's so great when we have a boxer in because we talk boxing every week mm. and we definitely mm. talk a lot of shit sometimes so it's good yeah. to bounce off people that actually know what goes into the sport mm. yeah probably going to say know what they're talking about that's not me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah thanks very much for joining us and um, we'll be back next week and these three guys will be eating their words when McDonald's got his world title I thought we'd be saying when when, uh, when Liverpool won in Champions League final. I'm not no no because <laughs> no, no, if, if Liverpool don't win that I'm 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 not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go and live in Ukraine and just be a Usyk fan. That's it. I just buy an Usyk. I just might sell Usyk shirts. That's it. I'm sure I can get them printed out. They're quite cheap. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about football yet. I can't do it. I've got like 20 hours of travelling till I get there anyway. So <laughs> I'll have plenty of time to think about it. Right. So yeah. All right, then boys. We will wrap up and we'll be back next week. Peace. <laughs>